Hey, Nacho. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Welcome to Late to the Party. Where we talk about movies and shows that we missed out on when they were super popular. You can almost say that we're late, late to, to the, the party. party. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. It's funny that, like, we didn't mean to script that talking together initially, but then we just kept it going. But I love when we just randomly, like, just speak in sync when it's we're almost discussing like- stuff. It's almost like we've been friends for like five ever. Yeah. Our brains are on the same wavelength. Love to see it. Except we cut each other off all the time, constantly. <laughs> we do what? Huh? Huh? What? Sorry. What, you were saying something? <laughs> Can I tell you something else? Yes. Happy September. Happy September. It's my time to shine. I feel very strong right now. Yeah. Your birthday will be in two weeks. Yeah, Will. It's on a Monday, though. Which isn't the end of the world. And we're like, after once um, shutdown hit, every day felt the same. Well, so I guess that helped the monday yeah but you can take the day off have a long weekend true take, true true take the day after off for an extra long weekend and you can be like but it's my birthday i can even take the day after after off yeah take the whole week yeah it's my birthday week. you know i should just take the month off yeah why am i yeah what am i even doing trying <laughs> Bye, to everyone <laughs> overextend myself during september yeah please okay <laughs> the whole month is your oyster it is you know the whole year really is yeah it's your birthday year yeah exactly <laughs> And yours isn't too far after. Yeah. <laughs> also on a Monday, but also basically the whole year. We should just take the year off. Honestly. Because we have to celebrate now. I think we deserve it. Yeah, we do. <laughs> We've been working too hard. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> you know who else was working really hard? Uh, Reggie and Ron. Yes. In Legend. I was going to say Tom Hardy for playing twins in Legend, but also, yes, Reggie yeah, and Ron. Yeah, but like Lindsay Lohan did it first. She <laughs> did. She really did. And you know what? I bet she didn't complain. No. <laughs> if all, we should watch Parent Trap. It's just like one, like like a fun, like, let's just watch this movie again kind of have thing. Have you ever watched the original Parent Trap? No. I have not. Are they also the same person playing twins? Oh, I don't know. Because if not, then I don't want it. <laughs> then are, I'm not interested. These are clearly two different people. Yeah. <laughs> They're working off of each other and not themselves? No. These twins are a sham. Yeah, I don't buy it. I'm not into it. So what did you know about this movie? I knew that Tom Hardy played twins. Yeah, you told me Tom Hardy was in it. And I was like, okay, I don't need to know anything else. <laughs> I'm sold. I've purchased a ticket to my bedroom on my couch or whatever, wherever I'm watching it. Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> that's how I sell a movie. I know how to sell a movie to you. Yep, exactly. Don't confuse this movie with a legend, which is the one where Tim Curry plays the devil. Oh, I'd <laughs> yeah. never even heard of that one. Yeah, I, I watched that. Me and my brother turned on the director's cut one time and... We were like an hour and a half in. We were like, when does the movie start? Oh. And, then, <laughs> and then we put on the normal version and it skipped all that that we were watching. Man. And it put it in text and then the movie started and the movie was good. As I remember, I think I haven't seen it in a very long time. So Speaking don't. of director's cuts. sucks. <laughs> you just reminded me of something that yeah. um, a few months ago I finally watched Midsommar or Midsummer. Oh, yeah. And it was the director's cut, but I didn't realize it was the director's cut. So I was telling a friend. And That's then, so weird because I just found out there was a director's cut to that movie today. It's so long. Is it? But then the I friend that it. I told that I watched the director's cut was like, oh, what were the differences? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think um, you see scenes of the boyfriend being like more abusive to the girlfriend. That's what I wrote. Oh, okay. But I don't know. Yeah, he was a piece of shit. Yeah, he sucked. He sucked. <laughs> Everyone in the movie sucks, so. Yeah. But anyway, let's oh, go back yeah, to Legend. Right. <laughs> Where a lot of other people suck. Yeah. <laughs> so we're in London. In, Wait. Oh. A synopsis. Oh, yeah. You is this that. your first podcast? <laughs> Sometimes it's mine. It's okay. We we share the one brain cell. I get it. 
<laughs> a synopsis is identical twins and notorious gangsters Reggie and Ronnie Cray elude the authorities in 1960s London while transfixing and terrifying the public. Which is true. They yeah. did that. Yeah. But they were super nice to like the older ladies who were walking around on the streets. Yeah, that one scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in London in the 1960s. Yes. And we have a voiceover telling us that everyone has a story about the craze. So... Like, if you didn't read the synopsis, that's who we're focusing on. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't need to read it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> They're the social butterflies. Now we're in a vehicle with Tom Hardy and someone else. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy. I don't know <coughs> why I thought it was two separate dudes at first, but. It's yeah. okay, because you didn't know they were twins. I knew they were twins. It's okay. <laughs> I was like, Tom Hardy's in it. I didn't expect Tom Hardy doubled. <laughs> <laughs> you get two. Uh, what is it? I was going to say bang. Well, yeah, bang for your buck, but also two birds, one stone. Yeah. So we established that Ron Cray is like kind of like the wild card. Yes. And Reggie Cray ha- is like the more businessy, cool guy one. Yes. And we do also establish that he's exes with our narrator. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what's going to happen here? <laughs> <laughs> she says, she at first she's like, um, he's, he's, you know, like super suave and everything. And then she's like, and I hate him. And I was like, oh, what yeah. happened? She's like, it takes a lot of love to hate him like I do. And I'm like, oh, shit. let's just cut to that she's spilling more than english breakfast tea today (laughs) it's spicy this time yeah very cool intro though like these guys are very cool dudes yeah so then we cut to reggie walking up to some old car offering them some tea and then probably talking some shit to them but i at this part i couldn't super understand the accents it took me a second to like gear my head to get used to it you're gonna like switch he's just essentially he's talking shit about their car because it's a super old car yeah and then he's like did you need this in your car oh sorry does this thing even work does it take like two years to get from zero to 60 but he's like really polite yeah he like politely roasts them. very passive (laughs) and there's two guys in the car and one of them is the ninth doctor yeah Christopher uh, Eccleston. Yes, that good man. I love Whose him. name in this movie is Nipper? Nipper Reed. Nipper Reed. Okay. Yeah. I called him Ninth Doctor the entire time. Yeah. Don't call him Nipple because by accident because I definitely. Yep. <laughs> it, it will happen. But anyway, uh, Ninth Doctor tells him to get lost. Nipple. Nipple. Yep. <laughs> uh, so then so then Reggie walks away and charms some ladies on the street. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So then the, the guys in the car, they drive away. They say that East Enders won't talk to the cops, but they'll... Ki- they'll kiss gangsters so i guess he's the cops yeah so he is they're they're coppers what i didn't understand i was like are they staking staking him out are they undercover like because he he's well aware they're spying on him so i'm like are they not is this on purpose are they just very out in the open they're not good at their jobs they're both maybe trying to intimidate each other yeah but he's like okay if you're gonna follow me like i'm gonna walk very slow i'm like okay Because just to keep up with the car, yeah. that's kind of like the whole thing. You're just knocking on the car. Yeah. So then we cut to Reggie knocking on someone's door asking for Frank when Francis answers. Francis yeah. was our narrator. Yeah. So then he Immediately does Immediately you're like, oh, here we go. Yeah. He does some <laughs> very, very fast flirting with her. Yeah. And then Frank pops out and that's Merlin, right? Yeah. It's okay. Merlin from- Because I haven't seen that show. Oh. But I just like know who he is. I watched some of it. Should we watch it? Like not for this, but like in general, should we watch it? Oh, you can watch a few episodes. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll get there if we get there. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I thought was weird is she was eating a candy and he is asking her about it. So then she takes it out of her mouth and then he puts it in his mouth. And I'm like, you guys don't know each other. <laughs> <laughs> it was the 60s. It was a wild time. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you're going to get a cold sore, dude. They were so blasé back then. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have germs back then in the 60s. Yeah. 
So he's like flirting with Francis and he says to her, being patient doesn't get you what you want. And I'm like, Reggie is a total Sagittarius. Oh, <laughs> fire signs everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then mom comes out to tell Francis that she's being a hoe for yeah. talking to a dude in the doorway while she's half dressed. Yeah, she comes out of left field and starts like she's, slut shaming yeah, her. She's like, oh, you hoe? Yeah. What are you dressed like this? What? Yeah. So immediately when we meet Francis, like, he asks her out and I'm like, okay, we've established our B plot, but what's our A plot? <laughs> oh, we don't need it anyway. I'm interested in why she hates him. <laughs> I don't care about the gangster side. <laughs> so then Frank eventually comes out and now he's driving Reggie around to somewhere talking about Francis. Yeah. Ninth Doctor, I gonna, I'm going to eventually start calling him Nipper, but Ninth Doctor is just, you know, my brain. Anyway, he's following them and he um, he's the cop on the Christ case, according to Francis's voiceover. Yeah. But he's like very obsessed with them. Yeah. Like a little too much. He's got tunnel vision for these dudes. Yeah. It's like this is the only case he's ever had or like yeah. this is the case that like proves him or something. Yeah. And I love how when they're in the car, Reggie's like, so Frank, your sister? Francis? So let's hear about your sister. <laughs> does she say anything about me? <laughs> what does she do? What does she like? <laughs> does she have a favorite color? Yeah. So Frank and, was it Frank and it's Reggie? So I got confused or was it Albie? I think it was Albie. Okay. Because yeah. Frank, like, it was one of those where Frank I thought. Frank is only on wheels and yes, not on legs. only ever. Because okay. I thought that Frank, like, I, in my head, when I was trying to figure out who the cast was, I was like, that's Merlin. But then the guy walking with him now is not Merlin. So I was like, did I not see the right person? Yeah. I, oh, I don't know. I feel like Albie was just always with Reggie. Yeah. And so they go down some alleyway and Nipper runs in and to chase them. And then they just are gone. They disappear. Yeah. Like a ghost. Oh, where'd and they then, go? And then Nipper's like, oh, man. And he gets, he just kind of like throws a little temper tantrum. Yeah, he freaks out. So now we go to Ron Cray. And at this point, I had already forgotten about him. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, geez. Because we care more about that B-plot. Yeah. He's telling some story about a sausage. I yes. don't know. We get another voiceover saying that Ron doesn't know what's going on ever. And yeah. I'm like, neither do I. I Same. don't know what's going on right now either. She says that he says interesting a lot when he doesn't know what he's doing or like when he doesn't know what's happening. And I'm like, Same. <laughs> Very relatable, Ron. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I've mastered the art of uh, acting like I'm paying attention when I'm not. It's, it's what's the opposite, I mean, the dumb question, what's the opposite of active listening? Because <laughs> that's also me very much, yep. very often. One time I got straight up caught though, because a friend was talking to me and I just spaced out while they were talking, but like I was still nodding my head mm. and then she stopped talking and I was still staring. And oh she's no. Like, Sophie? <laughs> Soph? Hello? And Hello? I was like, oh, sorry. She's like, were you even listening to me? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You had a thing happen with the, you know, yeah. I was like, there's something out the window. It's like. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't not listening. My grandma's caught me a bunch of times. She's, she'll talk to me and I'll go, oh, wow. And she's go, and then she'll, oh, no, I'll be like, mm-hmm. Like the, the famous line from her is I'll go, mm. And she's like, not mm. And I'm like, no, I meant, um, wow. I meant mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, not mm, this bad. And I'm yeah. like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Whoops. that's what I said. I meant that. You just heard it wrong. I don't yeah. know. Whoop. I, was, I just mixed it up with something else. Yeah. But either way, so Ron has been sentenced to three years in prison for bodily harm. And towards the end of it, he was declared insane and put into a mental hospital, which means that he was not having fun because those were not handled well in uh, the 60s. Yeah, definitely not. So we got to get him out of there. <laughs> and that's what Reggie's here to do. Yeah. We then are with a psychiatrist who is in a room with someone, but we don't see the other person. No. And he asks, when you want to raspberry someone, what do you mean? And I was like, uh, blow farts into someone's Hello. belly. Duh. But Does that have another meaning? <laughs> yeah. And then the guy's like, 
oh, cripple someone. And I was like, oh, one of us is wrong here. <laughs> That's a, that One of us has to change. <laughs> I thought this man was Varys. It was not Varys. But oh. it was just another bald man. Yeah. So easy to mistake. <laughs> but <laughs> so then he said, also, he says that he wants to cripple somebody uh, in a very threatening way because he says uh, he would he would do it for a favorable evaluation for his boss, who is Ronnie Cray. And then the therapist bolts out of the room. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, same. Yeah, I would. Too. Kind of. So I'm then, like, I, if I can stay in one piece, you know. Yeah, I would prefer go. that. <laughs> so then we cut to a hearing with a therapist saying, or the soci- psycho, so what? Psychologist? Psychologist? Sociologist? No. The, the <laughs> professional. We cut to the hearing with a professional saying that in his, he's essentially just saying uh, in his 26 years of work, Ron Cray has the soundest mind that he's ever seen <laughs> and that keeping him here would be a waste of public resources. So then he sits down after he makes his case and he's like, years of integrity down the toilet. <laughs> same but also i would probably do the same thing you had a self unfortunately yeah, yeah. <laughs> so afterward when uh ronnie's on his way out the, the some doctor i don't know if it's the same guy or not confronts reggie and is like dude your brother needs serious help you shouldn't be doing this and he gives reggie a big list of psychological problems and one of which is that he's a paranoid schizophrenic cool and he gives him meds for his brother and i'm like awesome <laughs> <laughs> and he's like he has to take these every single day or else yeah and reggie's like eh and then we see or else later. We do see or else. <laughs> so we cut to Frances. She's all dolled up for her big date with Reggie. Her outfit is so cute. Yes. Frank is gassing her up, but mom does not like it. Mom <laughs> is continuously throughout this movie. Mom is just a slut shamer. Yeah. Mom comes out of nowhere all over again. <laughs> She's like, you're going out with that man? What are you, a whore? It's like it's like she has like a little spider sense for when her daughter is having a good time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, hmm, I haven't ruined anybody's day yet. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> My children cannot be happy under no. this. <laughs> how dare they even try <laughs> i so, haven't broken down anyone emotionally today <laughs> and you know what that makes me feel powerful so i need to go do that <laughs> yeah. so mom really just doesn't like that she's going on a date with a cray because he's a gangster but also because everybody will will call her a whore because of it because i guess he gets around i don't know who knows either she's just not a fan of yeah. this pairing so then we meet big pat who is the same dude from the therapy session he's like yes. kind of the bouncer at the bar or he's just chilling outside who knows he's just big and intimidating so mm-hmm. you know we greet him at the bar and then they walk inside and we just kind of establish that everybody likes reggie and he's like oh lol yeah it's my club i own it yeah, a little humble brag yeah and she's like oh <laughs> and then francis like is like that's a famous person over there that's a famous person over there you have famous people here and, and he's, he's like they come in sometimes yeah <laughs> Sometimes they chill. Sometimes, you know, they're too much for me. So we'll see. Yeah. So after they get a seat, some guys come over to Reggie to take care of some business. And he's like, guys, I'm on a date. Do you see this hot babe? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was Albie. Probably. It's got to be Albie. I didn't learn almost anybody else's names. Yeah. They, but I knew they said Albie a lot. Yeah. We'll just say it's Albie every single time. <laughs> so he's escorted to a table, some rough looking dudes. And by rough, I don't mean they're tough guys. I mean, they look like sandpaper. Oh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> And, and a, not fine sandpaper, no. like the rough sandpaper. Yeah, they're rough. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a guy named Jack, and I guess he he's addicted. We find out he's addicted to pills. Ah. And he says he he sold some pills on the side and took money, so that's why he's there. He's in trouble now. Yes. And Reggie's like, "You wasted my time for this. Just pay me back tomorrow morning." And then the dude who pulled him back was like, "Oh, I mean, I thought this is something you wanted to know about." Yeah. And Reggie's like, "I have." a hot babe in the other room and you pull me over for this do you see this hottie so he gets up to leave but then he goes and punches jack straight in the face and well, he's like you better fucking pay me back first he offers jack a cigarette and oh true, like, true, true. oh oh okay are we good yes. are we good 
And then he punches him in the face. Yes, because that's his move. Yeah, that's the that's, re- that's, that's a recurring thing. Yes. And I'm like, Jack, you idiot. <laughs> he falls for it every time. Oh, honestly. Stop taking cigarettes from thugs. <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> so then he finally walks away. And then the Albie, I guess we'll say it's Albie, who pulled him away, is like, but there's something else, man. And he's like, I have a woman waiting for me. Anything else can wait. Do you see her? Yeah. <laughs> Do you look how look how great she looks? And I honestly respect that he respects her time. Yeah, you know, <laughs> if any other man, <laughs> please yeah. remember that. So then he gets back to Francis, asks what he missed, and then they just chit chat about her, like her college. She's in college apparently to be a secretary. I didn't know you had to go to college to be a secretary back then because they had to learn how to use the typewriters. Ah, they had to learn how to use keyboards. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know, we never <laughs> got. I don't know if your class got, but my class, I remember, never got like typing lessons. We did, but it was like that stupid game where it's like you had. A, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe my class did get it, but I. Like, it was maybe one of those like extracurricular recess kind of things. So like I never was interested in it for some reason. Yeah. I so don't I guess know. I guess I I don't type as efficiently as I could. <laughs> maybe I should go to college to be a secretary. <laughs> you're fine. I'm sure you're mm. fine. <laughs> I so, could type faster though. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Eventually, she hits him with. Do you like being a gangster? And he's like, a gangster? Me? I'm, me? me who? <laughs> oh, I'm just a little club owner. <laughs> little old me? A gangster? <laughs> yeah, please. Stop it. <laughs> but then he says that he could have been a boxer. He could have been anything else in the world. But, you know, like, if he was a boxer, then he wouldn't know what day of the week it was because he'd have, like, a concussion every other day. And then he says that he likes being a club owner because it gives him money and respect. And he likes that. Yeah. And then they kiss. Make out in the club. Yep. Oh, I mean, it's his club. Oh, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Then we go to some trailer in the woods. Yep. Uh, Ronnie's out there. I guess he's living out there. He's living in shambles, but he's still pretty well dressed. Yep. (laughs) Reggie and Francis come to visit. You got to have the drip. Yeah. A young man walks out of the trailer and I was like, is that his boyfriend? And my question's immediately answered because Ronnie turns right to Francis and he's like, I'm homosexual. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh. The boyfriend is Taryn Edgerton or Egerton. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Yeah, neither do I. But we love him too. Yeah, I didn't realize he was in the movie until like way later. Yeah. Surprise. (laughs) That's him. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh, Ron is very blunt. Yeah. Just... Yeah. He's also, he he was kind of like, you know, I'm, he was like, make it gay, but also homophobic at the same time. Oh, yeah. Because you know? he clarifies he's not gay gay. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> he gives, but he doesn't receive. Yes. And I was like, okay, cool. sure, whatever makes you. Sure, like. yeah, whatever helps you sleep at night. <laughs> and then Ronnie then gives a good little life lesson. He's like, don't hide who you really are. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah. And Francis is like, uh-huh. She's so uncomfortable. Yeah. She doesn't know what to do with any. This was a lot of information for her. At one time, <laughs> you know, yeah. One time. And then she just caps it off by saying, anyway, me and my brother are going to rule London. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's just, she's probably, like, did she know there was a twin brother? She meets a twin brother. He's in the middle of the woods. I'm sure if everybody knew who the Craigs were, I'm sure that they knew they were twins. But yeah. maybe, I don't know if she knew maybe, like, his but mental like, state. she's been away, so how much does oh, she know? right. Because she seemed pretty clueless hmm. about certain things. Well, mom sure knew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> so then we cut to a dark room, and Francis narrates that the Cray's main rivals are the Richardsons of South London, and they're ta- they're called the Torture Gang. Ugh. So <laughs> we get the cool torture scene, and they're hanging a dude upside down with some clips on his nips, so you know that they're about to clown. Yeah. And they're grilling him about who he was working for on the side, and around this side of the river and they're also dramatic they love making a scene because they've all dressed up as like a judge and the jury (laughs) they all have their own respective roles it's a fun time yeah 
Uh, so then we get a little racist too, I think. So the guy's name is Charlie, like the main guy, I think. Yeah. And he says that, you know, the guy, you know, you're, we're in Indian country. And if you're going to be on this side of the river, then you better uh, stuff about reservations and stuff. And I was like, you can just make it about anything else. You don't have to go there. But it's the 60s. So, yeah. you know, everything goes. You use literally anything else to say this guy went on your territory. Yeah. Yeah. He could have just said that too. But remember, we're dramatic we yeah. like to dress up. So anyway, the guy won't give a name. So then Charlie says to buzz him. And then the team drama even goes on as as far as to say somebody is there cast as as the guy's defense. Yeah. So the dude's like, oh, I object. <laughs> My client, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then they zap him. Yeah. So then. Yeah, uh, these guys are not cases. Yeah, they, so, they're having too much fun. I didn't realize that the nipple clamps were um, the thingies for the car batteries. Yes. And he was hooked up to a car battery. Uh. I was like, were they putting nipple handcuffs on him? <laughs> I was like, did they not have handcuffs? They love having a good time. <laughs> they were like, we have nipples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody picked up the clemson and they're like i know what i could use these for <laughs> you know what these would be a fun time for <laughs> some nips <laughs> so, then, so then um one of the dudes says you know just tell us that it's the craze but then charlie's like we can't lead the witness and then we cut to the reggie he's walking down a street and then a car comes and runs him over yeah so then uh it's one of the richardson dudes i imagine yeah they never really specified that but like we know I was like, isn't he supposed to have security with him? Right. Where is Albie? Right. Like the one time Albie's not around, he gets hit by a car. He should fire Albie for that. <laughs> it's Albie's fault. It's Albie totally. should have gotten hit. <laughs> but then we cut back to Frank and some other dudes. They're eating in a cafe, and then a truck comes crashing through the store, and somehow nobody's phased. I don't think it was Frank. Oh, I just put a name. That's who it was. I thought that's why I thought it was um, Merlin, but then I was like, that's not him. Because I think it was two Richardson guys, and the oh. van going through the building was the craze retaliating. Okay. Yeah. I missed, I just didn't get what that <laughs> scene was, but that makes sense. Yeah. That's, you hit me with a car, I'll put a truck through your whole business, You want to one-up me, I'll one-up you. <laughs> Did you need this restaurant? <laughs> gone <laughs> so then uh let's see what happens now so then some richardson dudes come into a crayon shop asking about a parlay saying yeah. that charlie just wants to meet you know just him and the twins and eddie whoever eddie is saran's like how can we trust him you know like it's just it's charlie like we're rivals and stuff and then he's like he's going on a thing and like you know one thing can go wrong next thing it leads to another thing and then the next thing you know you're screwing somebody in the booty hole and then the richardson dudes makes a very homophobic remark yeah. so then ron threatens to shoot him but then reggie's like calm down buddy <laughs> so we'll be there in an hour ron just pulls a gun out and he's like say that again yeah. did you say what about me <laughs> i'm like don't fuck with this guy ron's the only one allowed to be homophobic in this world <laughs> um so they're gonna go meet at a pub that's considered neutral ground. Yes. That's what's also established. So uh, Ronnie wants a bloodbath and Reggie's like, let's be diplomatic. So they end up going to whatever pub and when they get there, the bartender immediately dips. Yep. And he's I was like, like, oh, wow, this is awkward time. Let me go downstairs. He's like, you want a Guinness? Like Reggie comes over and orders a Guinness and he's like, oh, I have to, I have to go get a new tank. So I just hold on guys. Give me like 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> then everyone in the pub gets up and I'm like, of course it was a trap. Guys, come on. But, but it's neutral ground. Is that allowed? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's okay. But you know, they're gangsters. So I wouldn't. Oh, right. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So our two guys are just not bothered at all. Ronnie starts roasting one guy about his weapon of choice. Cause, yeah. Because so, I guess he had like a stick. He had a like, a, um, like a metal rolling pin, essentially. Yeah. And Ron's like, what, are you going to bake me a cake? Yeah. He's like, he's like, I came here for a proper shootout. And he like, 
he has his hands in his jacket pockets and he raises them like faking out that he has guns yeah (laughs) and they're all like whoa 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 yeah so he starts to leave and while he's leaving he's like so mad he's like you all have the audacity to come to me and (laughs) i came here for a proper shootout and none of you have guns this is a waste of my time this is such bullshit and he just leaves like while in mid tirade and And you know what's fun too he's like this should this is supposed to be like a western and then some western music starts playing (laughs) and then i just thought it was fun it was fun and reggie is still standing there like waiting for his pint of guinness these guys, they just, they have their, um, their like routine. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm into it. It's a fun time. Yeah. So then the one guy walks over to try to intimidate Reggie and he's like, can you just hold on? Like, I'm waiting for my pint. <laughs> You're not supposed to interrupt somebody while they're waiting for their pints. Yeah. So then he's like, all right, um, I'm going to just start pouring a Guinness for myself then. Yep. And I'm like, you know what? Same. <laughs> and then Reggie turns to the guy because the guy's still trying to intimidate him. So Reggie's like, all right. Tell Charlie I said to fuck him, fuck his brother, fuck his friends, fuck all of you. And then the other dude, like, they go back and forth about, like, fighting now. And then Reggie's like, do you mind if I fight back then? Because he's like, it's all of us against you. Are you, like, sure you want to do this? Yeah. And while he's chatting, Ronnie sneaks back in holding a hammer. Yes. <laughs> he No, he has two um, crowbars in each hand. Oh, okay. I wasn't yeah. sure. He's he's serious. He's ready. Yeah. <laughs> he came to play. Yeah. And uh, Reggie puts on brass knuckles. Yeah. Oh, he's like, oh, I'm going to fight dirty, though yeah i think he's like what do you mean he's like with my brass knuckles baby and then he punches him in the face and then they fight (laughs) yeah yeah so then they fight it's like eight against two of them but they beat the shit out of yeah somehow none of the richardsons can fight yeah you know all the bad guys always you know so then we but reggie's a boxer oh that's true (laughs) he's got his fist he does have his fist he's fast (laughs) yeah it's that footwork reggie's got ronnie's got crowbars those are fast too (laughs) those are (laughs) so then we cut to charlie watching the world cup final and just as what first after they beat the shit out of everyone reggie gets to enjoy his pint of guinness oh yes totally worth it we love a happy ending (laughs) it's what he deserves that was a a lot of exhausting like physical work that he just did he deserves it what a great way to end a gang fight yeah (laughs) (laughs) what a great commercial for guinness (laughs) honestly so then now we cut to charlie watching a world cup final and just as the goal is scored the police come and raid him and he's like whoa whoa whoa! i just need to see if that was scored or not yeah did that count and then turns out it didn't count and then he gets arrested for 25 years but he's like super invested in the soccer game but also the police let him finish watching the play yeah (laughs) because also they were invested probably everyone was like wait 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 hold on oh oh man no go but then it just established that the craze can officially rule the town yeah so then we cut to professor lupin meeting with somebody and his name is mr payne ah so he's meeting with a guy named mr defay yes he owns a casino and yeah. the craze wanted to buy his casino. Yeah, and Mr. Payne, they we're just establishing now that Mr. Payne is like joining the team as their like business dude. Yeah. The accounting guy, whatever. He he helps with money. Their brain guy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he's he's in charge of all their business stuff. Sure. The more technical stuff. What's funny is this guy first says no to the craze and I'm like huh huh <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah it's not for sale and then francis starts narrating and he's like pain is a fronter and a fixer and reggie liked him but ron doesn't trust him and then turns out uh the next scene is now they're at the bar and they own it yeah so he fixed something well because pain is like bro they're asking nicely this time oh 
And he's like, oh, okay. Oh, right. Here, no. Did I say no? I meant not the second, but now this second you can have it. Yeah. That was just the last second. That was weird. I had to iron something out. And can we negotiate a little bit more pounds? <laughs> uh, it's your life or not. Yeah. That's an negotiate. I would hate for that to be the negotiation. I feel like there's not much room for uh, improvement there. <laughs> not very. Or for, for more negotiation there. <laughs> so now we're all at the bar and Payne is bringing up how some American named Meyer Lansky uh, like is on his way to town and he's like gonna come to colonize london and i was like oh that's funny coming from you guys anyway <laughs> I uh, that too. Ron- <laughs> <laughs> then ron calls out pain for saying us and our and we a lot because uh, it's funny how you just kind of found your way into our family yeah but then reggie is still kind of defending him and he's like let's just go meet with this lansky guy ron also is like why don't we just kill them and i'm like this dude's cold-blooded he's efficient yeah. he sees a problem he fixes it <laughs> so now we cut to the meeting with lansky he says that he no all- that wasn't lansky those are his dudes his dudes yeah i figure that out at some point later on yeah because also so this is the other thing i noticed too is that um the craze run their section right yeah like they are the bosses the top of the, the top of their their pyramid but then like with the lanskys I mean, I guess because he can't leave his territory, but how come they're only talking to his lower dudes? Because the big boss just doesn't want to do that kind of footwork. Right. But then that's like on the respect level. Like if I'm at if I'm number one, but you're sending me your number two. But why do I as number one want to talk to number two? But that guy was the leader of the gangs in Vegas. So why would you go to meet someone who owns a neighborhood in London? Uh. Because if you're trying to invest, <laughs> you know, like when you close a deal, it's got to be like one and number one and number one. I don't know. But trying to close a deal with number one and number two is like kind of rude. Uh, I mean, he sent over his his main dude, Angelo. Sure. <laughs> Either way, he says that they own Las Vegas and they want to make London the Las Vegas of Europe, but they need somebody to front and muscle for them. It's a weird choice. You know, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you want somebody to be that important to you, like, you should show up yourself a little bit. But either way, what do I know? Yeah. Anyway, Reggie says that he's not into working for other people. And then the man who's speaking for Lansky tells him that the briefcase in front of Reggie is some upfront money, which is $100,000. And no, I'm lying. The the briefcase in front of Reggie is some upfront money. And then the briefcase in front of Payne, who's sitting next to him, is about $100,000 worth of bearer bonds that need to be moved. And if they can do the job, then they'll split it 60-40. And then Reggie's like, 50-50. <laughs> and this dude's like, I like the way you think, buddy. I wish I could haggle that confidently. That wasn't much of a back and forth, though. Yeah, it was not. <laughs> you know, it was like, <laughs> this, no this. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they should have gone back and forth. Like, they should they should have threatened each other a little more. Yeah. Uh, they pop a bottle of champagne to celebrate. And then Angelo says that they should visit Philly and he turns to Ron and he's like, I'll get some cuties for you. And he's like, I prefer men. And, and then everyone, the guy's like, huh? Everyone stops. And, and and then he goes on into details about his preferences. And it's kind of funny seeing the other men in the wor- wor- room kind of squirm. Yeah. And, but our diversity king. Yeah. But then they end up being cool about it. Yeah. And they start laughing. And I was like, all right, that took a turn I didn't expect. <laughs> because they had to, it's almost, I feel like they thought he was joking. And then they had to look at Reggie to be like, no, it's true. <laughs> and then like, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> but Ron, why I say like diversity king, he's like, I like Italian boys. I like Greek sometimes. But also like I've been with a black guy and a Tahitian. So like. We love cultural He's diffusion. He's got like a checklist. Yeah. <laughs> he just, yeah, he just, he does what he needs to do. <laughs> so now we cut to Frances and her mom 
argue again. But like we're outside of their house and we're yes. hearing them argue. Imagine their neighbors must hate them. I would live for the tea though. I mean, I would hate <laughs> it, but I'd be like, oh, what's happening today? <laughs> no, you don't want to have neighbors that scream all the time. It's fucking annoying. Oh, okay. <laughs> Excuse me then. Yeah. So Reggie's picking her up for a date night at the casino and we have a voiceover giving us info about the casino saying it's Reggie's dream, criminal celebrities, and the rich are frequent visitors. Yes. And at this point, Francis reminds us that Reggie is more into business and Ronnie wanted the darker part of the gang life. Ronnie loved the gang life. Yeah. We learn that in the morning, Reggie will be arrested because of an old warrant and an appeal that went went on for a while that eventually got declined. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's, yeah, that's what he was she on got, top like, of stopped every... in the middle of their date. Yeah. So they had, like, a last dance. And I'm like, he's so on top of everything but that. Like, but that the, seemed yeah. pretty important. The one thing that he could have stayed out of jail for, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and, then. And then her next voiceover is, my real life is about to begin. And I'm like, is she going to become gang leader? Or is she gonna, like, <laughs> Could you imagine? Or is she going to sneak drugs into prison for him? Like, oh. <laughs> what's the deal? Imagine if he made her a mule. Yeah. That'd be so annoying. <laughs> That'd be fucked up. I mean, like, no thanks, babe. But then, so then the next morning, Reggie gets dropped off at prison. Mm-hmm. The guards walk him into a hallway. Then they start beating the crap out of him. Wait, first, he tells Frank, look after your sister, mate. And I'm like, what is all? Well, what else is he supposed to do? Right, like, he wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, oh, I, I'm an only child now. Yeah, you don't <laughs> be. They're fucking siblings, bro. You don't need <laughs> to say anything. <laughs> so then, yeah, so then after that, the guards walk him in. And then they beat him up because he's nothing in here. So then the inmates are all supporting him because they're obviously all like his guys. Yeah. So then they throw his very bloody body into a very small cell. And then he begs for some water. And the one guard who's all like big and mighty now because Reggie's behind bars. He's like just making fun of him the whole time. Oh, before he asks for water, he uh, kind of like grabs the guy and then drops to beg and steals his handcuffs real quick. Yes. Slight a hand. We love that. (laughs) But then as the guy, well, he kind of, I thought he did that as the guy was bringing him back the water because he like kind of, either way, either way he does that. The guy, but he took the handcuffs and then the guy walked away. Oh, (laughs) either way he did it. He beat the guy up. The guy, he, he got the water back. The guy came close to him. He beat him up. He locked him to the, the, the chain, the, the bars of the door. And then, um, he punched him in the face. Yeah. I mean, that didn't do well for his sentence. Took his stick too. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. No. Because he was still stuck in the cell. Yeah. But he got some revenge. Yeah. Which we like. A little something. So then now we're back with Frances. She's walking down the street and Ron pulls up next to her and he's like, hey, um, I saw Reggie the other day and he says that it's best if you don't visit him just yet. And I couldn't tell if he was making that up or if it was true. Yeah. And then he says that it's it's possible to become a ghost while you're still alive. And then she's like, is that so? And he's like, it's happened to you, hasn't it? And I was like, she didn't ask for that, yeah. Ron. Well, he asks her first. He's, he asks her as a question and then says that you are. And I'm like, oh. But I was like, I would say, yeah, I agree. True. But also, like, she didn't ask to be read like that that yeah. day. <laughs> she was just minding her own business. Ron's like, wow, Francis, you're looking hella depressed today. Yeah, right. <laughs> wow, you look like shit today, huh? <laughs> so now Ron and Payne are talking, or more arguing. Mm-hmm. Ron wants 50,000 pounds so that he can go to Nigeria and build a city there so that people will smile at him, which is, like, cute yeah and pure but Payne is like well, you can't i can't just give you fifty thousand pounds it doesn't grow on trees and ron's like the casino dummy take it out of the casino and then Payne's like you can't just do that the casino will fold and then they're going back and forth and then ron says uh you work for me so get me my fucking money boom boom and then Payne's like i work for you but i'm not scared of you so that means he's gonna die soon yeah so then we cut back to prison mm-hmm. it's visiting hours and francis is there so she didn't listen to somebody yeah and he's like didn't ron tell you not to come 
So I guess he was telling the truth. <laughs> he should have told Albie. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Albie should have forwarded the message. <laughs> so then he tells her that the guards beat up, like beat him up. That's why his face looks like that. And she's mm-hmm. like, did you report it? To who? The guards who beat you up? <laughs> that was cute of her, though. <laughs> I'm a gang boss, babe. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? So then she says that she doesn't want a life like this, like, waiting while he's in jail. And he's like, it'll never happen again. And she's like, uh, what if you just go straight? And he's yeah. like, Hoop. And then he starts trying to comfort her. And I'm like, but you're the one in prison. Yeah. Why are you comforting her? Right. <laughs> like, she doesn't need to be with you. She doesn't have to wait. <laughs> she, yeah, she can move on. Yeah. <laughs> So then he goes on a thing. Yeah, the, the, this is just like the way that he's comforting her. But he goes on a thing about how life isn't that easy. And she shuts him up by telling him that she loves him. And he gets, he says it back. And it, like I was like, I'm rooting for them. I love you too, Tom Hardy. But also, <laughs> this is when I was like, I'm rooting for you, but I know you mess it up. And not because like he's a man, but because she says it in the beginning of the movie that she hates him now. Yeah. So I just, this is when I was like, man, this is cute. But also... Don't yeah. trust it. You know not to get super invested in their relationship. Yeah. Because you're like, something's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and something does happen. Yeah. And we don't like it. Anyway, back to the casino. <laughs> What's happening there? Ron and Teddy are hanging out, having a laugh. Yes. Teddy is Taryn Egerton. Yes. There's a guy performing and Ron's like just acting on pure impulse at this point. Yes. So. <laughs> Thirsting very hard. Yeah. He's like, should I go up on stage and blow on that trumpet? And Teddy's like, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> do it so he goes on stage blows into the trumpet starts acting a fool takes a microphone away from the guy singing and starts roasting the entire audience like because they're all like rich aristocrats yeah because they're all laughing at him yeah so who could have guessed ron would have absolutely no self-control while reggie's in prison oh wow (laughs) so teddy's the only one in the room like laughing and clapping yeah and one of the guys i feel like it was probably albie or pat who were like can you not encourage this <laughs> and he's like i'm gonna continue to encourage this yeah so then a bunch of time must have passed because reggie's out of jail now he's throwing pebbles at francis's window he's candies candies right they were, excuse me yeah from their some, very first meeting yeah for some reason they aren't wrapped right <laughs> sure <laughs> and then uh so she opens her window he's they go back and forth for a little bit he says that he has something for her but he won't ring the doorbell because mom will answer and he's scared of her <laughs> the only person in all of right. london which should world. be <laughs> respectively you know yeah. so then um she's like i'm not gonna open the door then unless you ring it and he's like well fine then i'll just have to climb up to your window yeah what <laughs> <laughs> so then he climbs up there and then he gives her a ring and proposes to her and a bouquet of flowers and a bouquet of flowers excuse me yes. he does that first and then proposes yeah and then she's like oh my god yes and then they're in bliss i never want to get like flowers on flat ground ever again <laughs> <laughs> flowers don't hit the same unless they're in the air yeah <laughs> so then again they're in bliss but i'm waiting for him to mess up <laughs> and then Someone's we go gotta. back to the club and some showgirls are practicing and the men are oh being God, gross. I, I thought they were rehearsing too. And someone yells, show us your hoochie, which I hated. Yeah. yeah. But I love that there's so many words for your snooch. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I like what, there's one day where you just like surprised me with snatch. And I was like, oh man, that's it. I know. I like changing them up. <laughs> you got to keep us on our toes, you know? Yeah. Uh, Ron is at one table with two guys and Payne is at the bar with a bunch of other guys. I guess Reggie's goons. Yes. And they're talking. And Ron has one of his guys trying to read lips, but he's not very good at it. He's not, but neither am I. Yeah. No, not at all. Uh, Reggie walks in and sees the place is empty. 
And he's mad. Yeah, because it's a Friday night. Yes. And I was like, oh, this isn't a rehearsal? It's not two o'clock in the afternoon? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> and I was like, wow, Ron's little outburst really messed up the business? Or has Ooh. it just been that much time? And- it might have been like both. Yeah. You know? Because then um, Ra- uh, Reggie goes up to Payne and Payne's like, dude, I told you it was bad. And he's like, you didn't tell me it was this bad. He's like, it's all Ron's fault. <laughs> was it? I mean, it probably might have been. <laughs> so then Ron is watching from across the room. And when they just can't understand like the words, Reggie kind of goes to leave it. Then Ron's like, you can't say hi to your own brother. Mm-hmm. So then they kind of he kind of turns around and then they have like a back and forth. They argue a very sibling kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Then uh, Francis comes in and then Ron says some rude shit to her. Yeah. <laughs> and then Reggie grabs Ron and throws him through a table. And then just Ron, sibling things. Yeah. Ron then starts losing his shit over getting hit. And then they start beating the crap out of each other. Yeah. And then, you know, what's actually funny is because there are still like a handful of people, like actual patrons in there. So then uh, Ron goes to grab a bottle and he's about to smash it over Reggie's head. And he, Reggie's like, not the bottle. So then Ron's like, all right, fine. I'll just throw my fists. And I was like, that's very that's like the most I feel the most sibling thing. Like there was like the we're going to physically fight. I'm going to punch you in the face so much. But then also we can also establish the rules while we're fighting. Yeah. And we will both listen to each other. <laughs> And I thought I just appreciated that. No, yeah, that was fun. I thought, yeah. Yeah. But eventually Reggie knocks Ron out because the fight just gets too much. And yes. when Ron is a ground, when, when Ron is on the ground, he's done. He's upset. He yeah. He to kind of cry. He apologizes. Francis walks out mid, mid fight and he's like, go after her. She's a keeper. Okay. Have okay. you just yelled at her? Yeah. <laughs> we just got into this huge fight. Because yeah. you're being crazy. But. but what Ron says is that as he's on the ground, Ron says that Reggie just doesn't understand him and then pulls him in. Yeah. And then that's when he's like starting to cry and then he's like apologizing and all that stuff. And then uh, that's when I was like, man. Yeah, because no one's really looking out for Ron. Like no Ron one. has specific needs. Yes. And I feel like no one's making sure his needs are met. Right. <laughs> Not even his best boy, Teddy. Yeah. Like no one's being like did you take your meds today <laughs> how are we feeling right what's going on like no one's again it was the 60s we didn't care about that yeah stuff. no one's like really trying to like help him out yeah <laughs> but then yeah he also says that francis is a keeper so then reggie goes to catch up with francis walking down the street and she's like i don't care if you forget me and reggie's like huh yeah it was what like, are you talking about it was like the next day yeah reggie's like let's start over and she's still pissed off about what ron said and yeah red starts apologizing for him and he goes into like this whole thing but then she interrupts him with a kiss and we're like okay we're back together wow <laughs> well she because reggie's like let's just forget the bad bits and remember the good ones and francis is like but what about ron he is like legitimately a bad bit and he's like i'm not gonna forget my brother so everything else yeah and then they go back and forth about ron and how he's just like not healthy right now and then reggie's like but like that's my boy yeah my so, brother yeah <laughs> my twin brother day one (laughs) (laughs) true i mean technically yeah so then then, oh oh my bad well essentially uh there's just like a little bit of narration after she forgives him she's like it's time for the christ to enter the secret history of the 1960s and i was like what does that mean is this a mystery now it doesn't go much farther it doesn't she's like it's the next part of the cray story yeah and then we see nipper reed following ron and ron is meeting with a guy named mr boothby yes he's trying to get him to team up with his plan for nigeria so he's trying to get funding yep and then boothby starts checking out teddy very hard and then starts coming on to him super hard v- yeah, even and harder almost. i did not see that coming neither did i <laughs> it was like aggressively hard that he was coming on to him yeah 
So then we cut to an underground or like private gay room orgy kind of situation. No, it was Ron's apartment. Okay. <laughs> it looked like it was underground. No. Boothby just... is checking on, on all the patrons because I thought that he was hosting it. He was just kind of walking around. Maybe he was just greeting everybody. Yeah, I don't know. Checking out the... He was making his yeah. way around the room. <laughs> and, you know, he's walking around. There's a big projector of just gay porn playing on the wall. Just... Everyone's having a great time. There's just a bunch of dudes doing horny dude stuff yep. with other horny dudes. <laughs> so then we cut to uh, Ron is there. Obviously, of course, it's his apartment. And then we cut to an officer showing the prime minister some photos from the orgy party. And apparently people from both sides are attendees. Wait, I love he I love that guy's reaction to the photos because he spots Boothby and then he see then he says, good Lord, this man's at an orgy. And he's super calm about it and giggles. And then he's like, oh, you know, he's not like, oh, my God, there's so many penises. You right. know, he's just like he's just so calm and like giggling because it's like his he's got dirt on boothby now because i yeah. guess they're on opposite sides then he spots one man named tom who i guess is one of his dudes so now there's a problem yeah he's like oh well now i can't use this yeah so they go back and forth and the officer says the story gets sticky and then the prime minister says i thought the orgy was the sticky bit uh-huh. i'm like oh you got jokes <laughs> <laughs> oh we're funny now huh yeah then the officer explains that the photos were taken at ron cray's flat and then he's like, there was an orgy, but the Krays are involved with some pretty bad stuff, and the American Mafia might be involved. And I'm like, that's... We're oh, just boy. really stacking Sandwiching these dominoes. Sandwiching everything, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so then the Prime Minister is like, oh, boy, well, elections are in 10 weeks, and uh, if people find out about this they'll vote out both sides of the house and then like he and then he turns to the the cop that came up to him and he's like what are you gonna do about it seems like nothing so far and i was like wow he's like can you guys stop dicking around yeah and also like the police aren't your campaign team right <laughs> yeah i don't know if it was different in the 60s maybe i don't know but we cut to reggie and francis walking around some night and he asked her what she wants for christmas she's like oh nothing just surprise me yeah and then he's like how about that i'm gonna get you that club and he just points to a club that he's been eyeing for a while so then um, he's just saying that it's going to be their ticket out. Like, that's how he's going to get straight. Yeah, because they're on the west end. Yes. And, like, the east end, I guess, is the bad part where they're both from. I wouldn't know. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, well, they are from the east end. But, yeah, sure. Yeah. But then it starts to snow. So, you know, Christmas magic. Wow. So then Francis narrates that she wanted Reggie out of the gang world for Christmas. But Ron also wanted Reggie back in the gang world. So it's, you know, both sides are pulling at him. Yeah. And, um... You know, like Reggie probably, I mean, Ronnie probably has a better pull. Who knows? You know? Because <laughs> they're brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Reggie buys a club in an upscale area. Area. He gets half ownership. And we find out that Ron is worried about losing Reggie. So he sends Teddy and another guy in to intimidate the owner. Yes. And to just sabotage the whole entire thing. What I like about Teddy and the other guy is that they kind of use their sexuality to their advantage. Yes. Because like the, uh, the owner is trying to fight with them and teddy's like don't i'm getting lost in your eyes and i'm like oh sweetie oh okay (laughs) it would work on you too yeah it would work on me yeah uh ron's plan totally backfires though because reggie ends up getting full control of the club and the club owner called the cops so ron's goons get arrested yes and i'm like oh and i also thought that they got ron and reggie for extortion i feel Uh, like she mentioned that i don't know i was just saying we love self-sabotage yeah I think I think that ends up being like uh, added to their list. A later of stuff. on thing. Yeah, Reggie ends up back in prison, so that's Francis probably what it was. Yeah. Oh yeah, Francis yeah, yeah. is upset because she's like, "You promised," 
And I'm like, all right. Like, that was a big ask. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, if you're guilty, we're done and leaves. Because I guess he still hasn't had. Yeah. She's like, if you're guilty, courtyard. I never want to see you again. Yeah. But if you're innocent, like if you get actually proven innocent, then I will continue. Like I, we will actually get married. Yeah. So then imagine that being the bar for your relationship. Yeah. That's low. <laughs> you just like step over that one. Yeah. <laughs> so we get this whole thing about Boothby's photos getting leaked to the press. And then the prime minister and the parliament having to do a cover-up. Yes. Because of, and because of what happened with Boothby, the government had to drop a, get the case against the craze. Yeah, because during their hearing, they're like, we can release those photos. So then yeah. obviously the, the government has to be like, oh, we're not. <laughs> and Nipper's in there and he's so pissed. And you know what's funny? Speaking of parent trap, this is the, during the scene is the song that they play while Haley, I think Haley... I forget the name of the twins, but one of them is doing the handshake with the butler on the uh, on that deck uh, or on the docks. Yeah, it's that fun song. Oh, fun. that's a cute little thing that we found in there. That's a cute scene. But yes, so Francis says that the Lord Boothie's participation in the sexual misconduct between a gangster and a member of the House of Lords helped the twins extort or yeah extort him into getting out of whatever more jail they would have gotten into. Yeah, they got out of it. Yeah. It was whatever words she used that was fancy words that I didn't write down the right way. Either way. Yeah. She um, stays with him because. She, yep. Because he's he, innocent now. He's innocent. But like technically not. But not. Yeah. So like I think she just was looking for some reason to stay with him. Yeah. <laughs> but then also the the whole um, kind of extortion of the photos also got Boothby to support Ron's Inugu dreams. And yes. Inugu was his Nigerian dreams. It's yeah. just Inugu is a town in Nigeria, I think. Yeah. That, that's what it was. So now. Since the elections are coming up, Boothby and the prime minister are... Nope, I'm lying. I'm going behind. No, we, we have the, uh, the after party of yeah. the court case. And it's not super important. Everyone's enjoying some show. Nipper Reed is across the street staking out the place. And yes. then he goes inside the club. And Reggie approaches him and he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And Nipper is like, I just don't understand. We had similar upbring- upbringings, but I didn't turn to crime. And Reggie's like, yeah, but you turned on your own. Ooh. Oh. Oh. He keeps, and also Reggie wags his finger in Nipper's face. And I'm like, there's a lot of finger wagging in this movie. Did you notice that? Um, No, but yes, now that I think about it. Yeah, there's a lot of like, let me put my finger in your face. Maybe it was either a 60s thing or a power move uh, or both. Maybe. And Reggie is like, I work for me and you work for them. And then a photographer comes over and then Ron just comes out of nowhere and they do a photo op with the officer. Yep. And the next day, uh, Reed's boss chews him out about this photo with the craze. And he's like, you're off the case. And he's like, oh, man, but they, but they snuck up on me. Don't even look at them. Don't even breathe in their direction. Yep. <laughs> and could you imagine trying to like being told to like, you got to quit that case. You've been obsessed with cold turkey. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> he's going to have like withdrawal symptoms. He really was. <laughs> like, like he was obsessed with them. He's going to be like in a corner like hyperventilating. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's Reggie and Francis's wedding day. Yes. Reggie sees Francis's mom wearing black. It's like flipping <laughs> out at Albie about it. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, how could she at my wedding? <laughs> like how petty. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so good. At the altar, Ron asks Reggie, so why do you like her? I'm like, you should have asked that before today, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Francis shows up. Frank is hyping her up because he's such a good brother. And mom intercepts her at the front door. And Francis is like, mom, fuck off. I love him. And, her and she's mom, like, but do you? You can back out now. Yeah. Mom's like, no, this is to the craze. Like, you don't know what love is. Like, this and that. She's, 
her heart's in the right place, but her execution's very poor. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but now Frances is walking down the aisle. She looks great. They get married. Everybody starts to sing some song. To him. A hymn. Mom does doesn't sing, so Ron she goes, refuses. She goes right up into her face and is like fucking sing yeah this is what i know is because i took this note that he put his finger in her face and i'm yeah. like i would not have that but also like i wouldn't tell him no yeah there's a lot of fingers yeah yeah a lot of fingering I was in this like, movie <laughs> no one's about to put their finger in my face but also if it's a cray i'm not gonna fight it yeah and then we cut to francis and she kind of smirks because someone just yelled at her mom which yeah. is great we all love she's that. been wanting to do that yeah <laughs> francis says that they honeymooned in greece and his promise to go straight lasted about two weeks awesome. so then they moved away but they missed the east end so they got a a flat apartment uh, beneath Ron's, which obviously did not go well for keeping Reggie out of shenanigans. No, definitely not. You know, that's like putting yourself right back into the environment that you're trying to get out of. Yeah, and then you have to hear his parties. Right. <laughs> yeah, she says that his parties keep her up at night, and then Reggie would be at the club at all hours of the night, so she was just lonely all the time. Yeah, she started... So sad. Yeah, she started taking pills. Yeah. Ugh, super sad. We... Jack is back. Jack shows up. Reggie's confronting him about some issues. Yeah, because he's a, he's just a fool. He's acting up. At... I don't know how they let him be in the gang. You know, <laughs> honestly, is he in the gang or is he just some dude who just is slumming it? You know. Oh, maybe I don't know. Anyway, this guy was waving a shotgun outside of a pub because they wouldn't let him in, and he's like, you know, we protect that pub, right? Mm. <laughs> and and they're that's like, why I didn't pick up the 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 scene. Yeah, and they were like, you they didn't let you in because you were sloshed. And he's like, I wasn't sloshed. And he's like, I just you know I brought the gun to like liven up the night. What? Yeah. No. <laughs> so they tell Jack, you're like, don't act up anymore. So then he does the cigarette and punch in the face again. Yes, we love it. <laughs> so now we're two for two. <laughs> and now Francis is pouring a tea for Ron and maybe their mom, which is, it is his mom. I just didn't know where mom. we were. Yeah, I, I was like, who is this old lady and why is she freaking out about the tea being poured yeah, she incorrectly? Was, yeah, as Francis <laughs> is pouring it, mom's like, oh, honey, that will not do. You just go, go sit over there. Yeah. She makes a huge deal out yeah. of it. But the British love their tea. That's true. Ron's in there with her and she makes Francis go into a different room. So while she's in the literally the next room, the door's open. She can hear them. Yeah. Ron and the mom are like talking shit about her. Yeah. They're like, oh, poor girl. She ha- How's she Reggie deal with that? She can't do a, do a proper cup of tea. Wow. Poor Reggie. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. So rude. <laughs> so then she leaves without saying goodbye. And then as she's on her way out, she passes Ninth Doctor. And uh, she's essentially like she's just voicing over that he can't resist Nipper. Yeah. Excuse me, not the doctor. He can't resist going a day without seeing Reggie at least once. And she's like, me too, honestly. Yeah. I get to see him like maybe the same amount of time as, as Nipper does. Yeah. She establishes that he's just never around. I like that she just walks out, though, instead of just sitting there and continuing to yeah. endure. Like, just yeah, sit good there for and her. Take it. Yeah. Because that's a lot. Mm-hmm. So then now it's nighttime. Francis is saying that she needs pills to get to bed now. Uh, sometimes sleeping pills, sometimes other pills. And you're like, Ooh. Ooh. Be careful, girl. Yeah. Reggie has a surprise for Francis on her birthday. Yeah. And it's a new car. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a cute little red convertible. Yeah. Uh, but she doesn't even know how to drive. Yeah. What's the point of that? <laughs> she's like, she's like, okay, cool. Can you teach me how to drive it? And he's like, uh, not today. And she's like, oh my God, you never have time for me. But also, okay, like it's your money. Spend it however you want to. But why would you get somebody a gift that they don't know how to use? Yeah. Like buy her driving lessons. Right. It's like the incomplete package. <laughs> Get her both. Yeah. Or like, like if have, I got you, have, you a boat and then like no way to learn how to like drive it. Yeah. What's the point? Or it's like, oh, here's your brother to teach you. Right. I don't know. Because he's, he's a driver. Yeah. 
Um, but you oh, know. that's true. She also could have just asked her brother. Yeah, but like, he wasn't there. He he wasn't there during the gift reveal. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> no one else was. Albie wasn't there either. <laughs> Dropping the ball again, Albie. <laughs> He's strike two. Yeah. Come on. So now we're at a bar. Mm-hmm. Everyone is cheersing to the craze and Payne is talking about the power of the name Cray. Yeah. So then he suggests that they get out of the gang business because Reggie has a wife. Ron has potential and something else. I actually didn't listen to his reason for Ron. Yeah. He had some other reason for Ron. But then Ron smashes a glass in his face because he doesn't like that idea and he doesn't trust Payne. Yeah. And then Reggie gets in his face and he's like, dude, what's going on with your little noggin over there? So then Ron says that Payne knows too many things. And Reggie's like, oh, you know too many things? Yeah, we also learn at this point that Ron has not been taking his meds. He is not. And Ron is suspicious and paranoid, which, hello, yeah. established in the mm-hmm, beginning. Mm-hmm. So he's paranoid about pain because he knows too much. And then Reg is like, Albie, do you know all this stuff? You and know Albie, things, right? Yeah. Big Pat, you know all this stuff? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, see, they know stuff. Should, should we kill them too? Like, what's your what's your point? <laughs> And then just, it's just not a good time. And then also during this, um, Teddy's sitting in the back kind of smirking the whole time. So I'm like, don't trust him for Ron. I know. know, I feel like he's not good for him. Yeah, me neither. I, I feel like he's not out for Ron's best interest. Yeah. He's just watching the, the, he's just out for a good time, not a, he's watching a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, if he had popcorn, he'd be set this guy. Right. (laughs) I miss popcorn. Yeah. I should make some popcorn when I go home. Oh, me too. So then Ron says, after Reggie yells at him about all that stuff, then Ron says that people who live in glass houses should not throw stones. And he's right. Yeah. So then we cut to Reggie and the American dude whose name is Mr. Bruno. He's telling Reggie that they're happy with the things that, with the way that things are going. But then he says that Ron being in the newspaper from the, the orgy stuff isn't a good look because obviously you want to be anonymous in this field of work. Yeah, he's like, I don't like how public you and your brother are. Yeah. <laughs> so then he says that Mr. Lansky sees Reggie's potential but sees limitations with Ron. So then Mr. Bruno basically asks Ron, or he basically says that Ron is a loose cannon and asks Reggie to do something about it. And Reggie's like, I can't do anything about that. That's my brother. Yeah, he brings up a story about these two mafioso brothers who were in New York City who didn't work out very well. Right. And Reggie's like, they want Reggie to take care of Ron. He's like, that's my brother. Can't do it, buddy. Can't. Nope. We're we're tied together. That's it. <laughs> yep. And then now we cut back to Francis trying to go to bed, but she has to go pop some pills first. And she's now depressed she, as she's hell. She's very depressed. Yeah. But now she's sitting in the living room kind of just like, thinking maybe yeah and then reggie gets home but he doesn't even notice her sitting there which is sad yeah he he walks in drops his coat on a chair and just walks into a different room yeah so it's like no hello how are you they just are ignoring each other yeah which is super sad then we cut to one of the guys this is another scene one of the guys from the richardson gang is acting up yes uh i forgot his name i think george uh, cornell okay he is attacking one guy who is just uh, a store owner I yeah think. he has protection from the craze yeah and uh that guy gets all beat up and bloodied we cut to him meeting with ron and his guys he's got like his nose is all bandaged up and stuff and they're fawning over tea leaves that the guy brought and the guy is like so my nose are we gonna do anything about that <laughs> yeah. and then ron's like can't you fix it yourself and he's like but i pay you guys for protection and he's like how dare you come right. in here with your busted ass nose and your exotic tea <laughs> and tell me that I'm not doing my job to protect you. And the guy's like, I didn't say that. I mean, I, I it's just, I'm, I'm, Ron's like, no, you just told me that I'm bad at my job. Yeah. He's like, so I'm going to kill that guy. You're going to give me 2000 pounds, which uh, doesn't seem like a lot of money to kill somebody for. That is not enough money. Like even with inflation, 
accounted for. I don't know what the math is, that's, but that's still not a lot. That's like too low of a rate yeah. to go kill a man. <laughs> like I've made, and I'm going to bring this up again later on because just a spoiler, they also give somebody else a thousand dollars to kill somebody. Way too little. I've done animations, 30 second animations for a thousand dollars. I'm not going to kill somebody for a thousand. That's not it. Yeah, no. They got to, they got to raise their bar a little bit He's here. He's got to be six figure. Yeah. <laughs> At least like high yeah. six. Yeah. <laughs> Close to seven, maybe seven. But the guy is like, wait, what? Murder? Murder? I didn't, I didn't see anything about murder. I just, what? And, and Ron's like, yeah, yeah. So, no, that's what you asked me to do, isn't it? Yeah. So for 2000 pounds, um, you have no choice here. I'm going to go kill a man. <laughs> and that's it. That's the end of the day. Done. Done. Ron and Teddy go to a pub. It's that, that pub that's the neutral ground. Ah, uh, yes. And, uh, I don't remember who was driving, but there's a third guy there. Yeah. Uh, Ron and Teddy... Teddy's afraid to go in with him. He's for a little punk, that guy. For some reason, he's punking out at this part. Because it's like the real stuff now. Yeah. Uh, Ron walks right into this bar and walks right up to George and shoots him in the head. Yep. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And there are other people in this bar. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, right in the neutral spot. Yeah. There's witnesses. Oh, That shit. was not chill of him. Yeah. Reggie finds out about it and it gets is so pissed off when he goes yeah. to confront him. And so Ron... Because he heard about it on the radio and he's like, whoa. Yeah. And Ron's at their mom's house. Yep. <laughs> and, and so are the boys. Yeah. A bunch of the boys are there too. I guess their mom has no clue that they're involved in crime. Right. Or it was like, very strange, this scene. Yeah. They're like, they're like hiding it and... Or she's just hella out of it. But they're hiding it and then they're super cute when she comes back into the room and they're like discussing it. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, hello, mom. <laughs> hey, oh, I would love a snack. Yes, thank you. Thanks, mom. And then she goes away and they're like, what the fuck were you doing, bro? Yeah. She comes like, and then, by the way, you know, <laughs> it was so much fun when you guys did this. And what the fuck is your problem, yeah. man? Like that stuff. And Reggie's like, dude, there were seven witnesses. What the fuck did you do? What the fuck were you thinking? Yeah. And he's and like. Also, so he asked how many witnesses there were, Reggie does. And yeah. then the dude's like, it was a quiet night. So seven. <laughs> what? <laughs> so like seven too many. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie is like, you kill a man, you come to mom's house. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing the same clothes. You yeah. Do you have the weapon on you? And then Teddy just whips out the gun. And hey, Reggie's like, like hey, here's the gun. <laughs> Should have just screamed out the window. Hey, hey guys, you looking for the gun? And Reggie like pushes its hand. And he's like, hello, my mom. Yeah. My mom is right here. Whoa. <laughs> and this is when uh, we established that Teddy's useless. Oh, yeah. He's uh, the worst. He's not a good mental health supporter. He's not. And, and he's then, not a good gangster. So yeah. why is he even there? He's a bad boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> he's just cute. And that's not enough. Yeah, it's really not. Reggie immediately plans out, burn Ron's jacket, throw the gun into the river, get the witnesses and find out what they've told the police. And the, all the guys, like, leave. They you know, they break to go do whatever. And mom comes over and she's like, whatever he's done, he's your brother. Wow. I'm like, so she kind of knows or she just knows something's up. Right. It's it's basically that younger sibling privilege that I know that I benefit from, <laughs> but that I also Same. don't do too much about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Reggie drops off uh, Ronnie's meds and he's like, please. Just take, take one at please. least. Please take two a day, please, for the love of God. Yeah. <laughs> So now we're to the coppers again in Scotland. Oh, wait, but also first, mm -hmm. as Reggie's leaving for the night, uh, he goes up to Teddy, like he whispers in his face and he's like, could you be useful for one time? And when you take this man's clothes off tonight, could you burn them and then check in with me? And then Teddy's like, uh-huh, yeah, mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. So now <laughs> Teddy is, he, again, he just sucks. Yeah. But yes, now next day with the Hopefully with the he did his job. Yeah, Scotland Yard, Reed 
Oh, he, Reed's case against the craze reopens after this murder. Yes. So he's got this board. He is jolly. Yeah, he's excited. He's got a new life. Um, He's got this board. It's just It just has a picture of the brothers for now. Mm-hmm. Then we're back to Francis and Reggie. Really quick. Yeah. He says, you know, we're going to go all in on this. We're going through into the sewers to, to go after the craze. And any man with an objection can come talk to me later. But then there's one woman there. And I was like, but what about her? Like, I know she's just the secretary, right? But like, doesn't she get a vote? Because like, what if she doesn't want to deal with all those phone calls and all that paperwork? Yeah. That's going to be a lot for her to deal with. Oh, That's a big case. It is. It sucks. But we don't care about her opinion. Nope. She's just, she's just there. And then back to Francis and Reggie. Yes. She's like, dude, I heard about what happened. And what are you going to do about your brother? I'm like, what? What do you mean? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, right. And then she's like, he belongs in prison. And Reggie's like, no, my brother does not belong in prison. She's like, but he is bad and you know it. Yeah. And she, so then she starts pulling the whole like, oh, wow, you're so loyal to your brother, but not me. Uh, she kind of has a point though. Like, but kind of big yikes. It's a big yikes. It's, 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 um, uh, what's the word? But like, she's also not dating a good dude. She's not. You know, (laughs) like if she was dating like a good dude. An amazing dude and his brother sucked it'd right. be one thing but like they both suck they do <laughs> but then he says that his loyalty to his brother is how he measures himself and then that's when she's like but what about your loyalty to me is that not a measure and then he immediately shifts the conversation and is like what's going on with your eyes you popping pills again and i was like mm, i don't like that then he looks in her purse and sees pill bottles yeah and, and then she's like, like oh no wonder you're acting crazy <laughs> That's, you know, yeah, no. <laughs> just taking the conversation like that, buddy. Yeah. We see it. She's also like, you're going to tell that bartender to point Ron out and send him to prison. He's like, nope. So <laughs> I will not be doing that. Then we cut to her. She goes to this lineup. Ron Cray is there in the lineup and he gives her this big death stare. Very obvious. Yeah. She's very like, nope, I don't see the murderer here. And what I hate about how they did this was they walked her into this room to stand right in front of these men. Right. No protection in between them at all. Yeah. So, like, you're really going to have her line up and point a gang leader? Right. Out? Like, like something's not going to happen to her? Right. When she's done? Are you kidding? The police did not help her in that situation. Like, for fuck's sake, I wouldn't point them out either. No. <laughs> I'd be like, can I just tell you this later? I'd be like, can I, like, go behind, like, a window? Or can I go into a different room? Yeah. I'll give you my answer later on. Yeah. That no, was but, like, that at that point, to help them. But at that point, it's too late because they've yeah. already seen you. Yeah. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so now Frances is watching a bunch of people celebrate Ron's homecoming, but she isn't happy about it because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wouldn't be either. So then Reggie and Frances leave after a little bit. They see the barmaid in the street. I think she runs in the opposite direction. And Frances says, what did you tell her? And he's like, I don't know. I just told her, like, think about her children or something. Yeah. So Frances gets mad and walks away. And then now she's home. She's drinking and listening to some sad tunes. It starts raining and her convertible starts getting just completely just soaked. Yeah, because it's downpouring. So she goes outside to put it up. And I'm like, does she even know how to? And I guess she doesn't. Reggie pulls up and he's plastered. Yeah. And he's like, what the hell are you like doing? And she begs him to help out. And he's like, oh, no, I can't. I can't help. I'm no good at help. I'm just a club owner. I'm not a mechanic. Yeah. He starts mocking her and he's like, oh, help me. Uh, I'm just a gangster. What can I do? Like that stuff. He's being super. He's plastered. He's being super rude. And she slaps him and goes back inside. Yeah. But even then before that, too, he's he's just running his mouth and then he starts like yanking at the roof and just breaks the frame i'm assuming yeah so then that's even like you spent all this money and you just you just fucked it up she didn't get to drive it yeah (laughs) nothing um we 
go cut to her in her apartment and she's undressing out of her wet clothes and i'm immediately like oh no something's gonna happen here then reggie comes and grabs her throws her around and we cut to a different room and we hear her begging to stop and we hear more noises of her getting hit Mm. and i'm like oh shit don't like that yeah no not at all so the next day francis has her bags and she's out she has a huge black eye yeah her bags are packed she's leaving she runs into ron she only has two bags yeah she tells Ron she's leaving, and he's like, oh, awesome, I'll help you with your bags. <laughs> and Ron also says, you picked a really great time to get out. <laughs> yeah. And he also says, so he, he gets very, like, philosophical, like, like um with, like, abstractly philosophical almost. Yeah. So he's just like, you know, sometimes to achieve greatness, you have to cut a piece of yourself off in order to grow and move on. And it takes courage, and I admire that about you. Yeah. And then he's just kind of going on about that stuff. But then he notices her black eye, and he yeah. then feels really bad. He does not like seeing that, and he's like, we weren't raised like that. Yeah. Just so you know. But I feel like this scene was one of the times he was actually he was nice good. to her. Yeah. Yeah. It was like their bonding goodbye scene. Yeah. Like when they initially met, he was nice. But yeah. like this one, then this scene, he's actually like nice. It, it, yeah. Again. It was It was like their only one-on-one scene, I think, actually. Yeah. He says that both he and her love Reggie and they've done what they could. So they'll just have to wait and see what happens when they all get to heaven. So then she kisses him on the cheek. She says goodbye. And then he tells her, I've always liked you because you see into the future and that's something that I can do. Which, okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> thanks but they're on they're on good grounds now so that's what matters right yeah but then okay so you've just walked out on your powerful gangster abusive husband do you finish your life in peace are you always paranoid that like he's gonna send somebody after you do you go to witness protection like what's the deal there yeah if you find another man is he in danger now you get all the money you can You run the fuck away. Yep. <laughs> and then, like, does she go back to mom? And then does mom just, like, berate him? Like, I was right, you dummy. Well, you know? her her mistake <laughs> is that she goes to someone she knows. Well, I can't really say it's a mistake because a lot of people would go to, would escape an abuser to go to someone they know. But yeah. unfortunately, abusers will follow you to the person that you know. Yeah. And also this one that she knows has connections to the abuser. Yeah. So... It, She's in a shitty, like, she's in yeah. a shitty situation, and I feel really bad for people who are in abuse situations. Yeah. Like, it's just, I was just thinking, like, in this case, like, it's just so much to consider because, just because of the sense of, like, the gang leader. Yeah. And it's but then like, also, like, she had to leave. Yeah. And then it's like, where does she go? Does she have her own money? Right. Does she, or does he control all the funds? But at least she has the college education to get a new job. True. Somewhere else, hopefully. Yeah. So that's something. But I would think in the back of her head, she probably has to, she probably would know that he would find her. Yeah. At some point. That sucks. Anyway, now Reggie's alone and contemplating in a bar. That's just like one shot. And then we cut over back to him at Frank's apartment. Frank has gotten straight for some time. He hasn't seen seen Frank in a while. Yeah. So Reggie asked if Francis is there. And Frank's like, yes. And also like, you don't just say that. Well, he knows that she's there. That's true. But he also, was like, she was, like, he was like, she's not at her mom's. I've been there for two weeks. Yeah. He, she's not there. I know she's here. But also, like, make it a little harder for him. Yeah. You know, don't be like, oh, yeah, hey, my sister's here. You know? <laughs> like, give him but something then, to, to work for. What if he lies and then she comes outside anyway? Then he has to face whatever backlash. That, that could be. He could just be like, uh, just not right now. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard because it's like she has her mom or she has her brother to go to. Yeah. And it's like reggie can follow her to either one of those spots yeah it's so that's why you gotta um 
we need to make our worlds bigger yeah so that we have more options later on yeah or you know if there were like better resources for people who are escaping true 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 true. situations like that but uh, so reggie asks frank to go get her freggy uh freggy well frank is like no i won't but then francis is like um no i will come out and i'm like why did you come on yeah so then she agrees to step outside with him for a minute he asks her to come home and she's like this is my home now he says that he he wants the opportunity to to prove to her that he can change and she's like you can't and i'm like good yeah so then she says that she does want him to remember her referring to that other time where she's like don't ref- uh, i don't want you to forget me or whatever she said back then mm-hmm. so then he's like i've always imagined that we'd have like a, a kid or two with and she's like why so you can use them to threaten me and i was like bitch go off let him know <laughs> tell yeah. him how it is <laughs> so then he says that he loves her and that loving her is the only thing that keeps him together but then also what about that time where he was like my loyalty is to my brother is how i measure myself so I was like, pick a story, Reggie. Yeah, right. He was not, you know, back and forth, back and forth here. I know. I, I was like proud of her for sticking to her guns. Yeah. But then he continues begging her and he's like, we'll go anywhere you want. She's like, let's go to Ibiza. And he's like, okay, cool. I'll buy tickets today. And she's, and I was like, is she j- that easy? Right. Really? I was like, what? But then she sighs and walks away. And I'm like, so she is standing so her there ground? is no answer. Yeah. I was yeah. confused about that. So then we're, we're go back to Francis and we see her taking pill after pill yeah. after pill after pill and she keeps going. So then some time passes. Frank's made some tea. He's going to bring it to her and he freaks out. Yeah. She just killed herself. Yeah. I was like, Francis, I'm sure there was at least one other option, but also maybe there wasn't. I don't know. Yeah. Like I feel, I feel so bad that she was so trapped by her situation that she felt like that, that was, was the only, only way to go. Yeah. That's awful. And then that's why we need resources. So then, yes, next morning. Nope, that is the next morning when Frank finds her. So then she narrates that she's free at last. And as Reggie walks up to Frank to go, like, check on her, because the, the news had spread by then. So then Reggie goes to find her in bed, and she he sees the pill bottle. And then Francis narrates that that afternoon, Reggie's just going to drink himself silly. She's also in the weirdest position in her bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, like she fell, but she didn't fall because she was in bed. Like she I was imagine. Like, like she was trying to crack her back, but yes. then got stuck that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it looked like. Um, later on, Reggie goes up to her dead body. It's like on a thing. Yeah, it's she's almost not in a morgue, but also not in like a funeral home. Yeah. She's like in a hallway, which is weird. Yeah, on like a medical yeah. bed and she's covered. And he decides to put her wedding band and her engagement ring back onto her finger. I disagree with that. I do too. Yeah, because I feel like if if she... I would um, haunt him yeah <laughs> that's basically what i'm saying i would i would haunt him and i constantly throw jewelry onto the floor oh you're right <laughs> and i would i would just make it so uncomfortable all the time yeah you know like you turn the, the thermostat to like 72 i turn it right back down to 69 yeah. <laughs> but um you know like if she took it off before she died it's because she doesn't want it on yeah so then why did you put it back on and yeah you and know till death do you part like she wanted to be done with you yeah which is fucked up. It's a fucked up way to do it. But yeah. Yeah. So now we're with Ronnie at, at a club. Jack is back. He's the most random recurring character. Yeah. yeah. And like, Ro- his, his like sea story. Yeah. Is not weird. <laughs> Ron's like, here's a thousand pounds. Uh, go kill a guy. And Jack asks, who is it? And we immediately cut to Reggie. And I'm like, oh, you bitch. <laughs> I, I was like, for a thousand pounds to kill your own brother? Yeah. A thousand? A thousand? That's it? That's dirty. Yeah, but Reggie's just at the cemetery. I guess it was f- after Francis's funeral. Yeah. Um, 
Reggie goes into his car to leave and mom runs up and she like is screaming at him. He gets in his car. She spits on the window and she's like, you killed my daughter. This is your fault. Yeah. So then at this point, too, this is when I was this is when I was torn because I was like, now I feel bad for him, even though it is all his fault, because I was like, at what level? Like, like, you know, she killed herself because of you. So you were dealing with that guilt already. And then to have the other outside force screaming that at you again. That's a lot. See, I don't feel bad but for him. But also, like, he it's his fault. I, I don't feel bad for him. Like, I get I get he's hurt emotionally. But, like, I am, like, vi- Francis is the victim. Like, you're not. She is, yeah. You're not the victim, sir. Because like, so, you, yeah, like, you can have your fucking pity party, party, but, like, you still have your life. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, because that's when I was like, yeah, I mean, like, I almost feel bad for him because, like, she is just, like, screaming at him. But also, like, consequences to your actions. Yeah. You could have just not been abusive. I feel, and I, I, you know, and mom should have been a little nicer while she was alive. You know, she, yeah. <laughs> like, it's both of their faults. Yeah. Because <laughs> she didn't support her. So, yeah. you know, Perfect. maybe if maybe if mom was supportive and Francis went back to mom. Yeah. If he's scared of mom, he would not have found her. Because Francis clearly had some issues. Yeah. Like, hello, her mom being a dick didn't help and her nope. husband being a dick didn't help. Nope. So... <laughs> Uh, so we do finally cut back to Jack, who is uh, stressing out. Yeah. He takes a big whiff of something before knocking on a door. Yep. And who pops out? Pain. Wow. So this idiot Jack didn't shoot immediately. And he's like, I have a message for you from Ron. And then he pulls out the gun and hesitates. Hello. Pain grabs it and fights back. And he has a gun. So he gets shot in the leg and Jack runs away, does not successfully kill this man. No. Well, because he got... You get what you pay for. You only paid a thousand dollars to kill him. Like, what were you thinking? <laughs> you hired Jack out of all people. Yeah, could have been Albie. You know, could have got like a Girl Scout. Honestly, <laughs> less suspicious. She could have tied a knot and done a better job. <laughs> uh, Reed's investigation board has gotten bigger at this point. Yes, he's got all the strings. He's got a map. He's got more pictures. Oh, this is his time to shine. Yeah. He's having a great time. So then he visits Payne in the hospital. Yes, and he's like. Sir, <laughs> you want to chit chat? Do you want some tea? <laughs> and Payne's like, uh, just promise the safety of my wife and kids and I will tell you anything you want to know. Everything. And he tells him everything. Everything. Yeah. Albie finds Reggie in a pub and says, yeah, he told him everything. And there's a dozen witnesses in protection. And the bartender also went back to the cops. Oh. So awesome. Nice. Yeah. Then we cut to, cut to some party. Ron is hanging out and Reggie is death glaring at him watching ron him is just dance. dancing though yeah ron not a single care in the world no reg is like what the fuck so ron approaches reg and is like oh come on let's have fun and reggie's like i'm waiting for jack and why did you go for pain and ron's like i don't know what you're talking about and then he just goes back to dancing <laughs> yeah jack walks into the party and he's like on cloud nine Right, like he thinks he did a good job? Yeah. <laughs> I would not show my fuck. No. I would leave the fucking country. No, if actually, If I yeah. fucked up a hit job. Yeah. I feel like that thousand pounds is now going to a plane ticket. My ass is out of here. He also only gave him the deposit of $500. Yes. Or 500 pounds. Yeah, he didn't get the rest And he's of not going to get it because he didn't finish his job. Yep, nope. What an idiot. Nice, stupid. Yeah, oh man. Reggie goes right up to Jack and Jack starts laughing in his face and uh, he offers jack a cigarette and he says no this time oh he learned yeah um he so still, then he still gets punched eventually but yeah reggie smacks the glass out of his hand because he was gonna go for a drink and then jack's like don't take out what happened to francis to me and i was like oh man you just died well he hits the glass out of his hand because he 
he's like, why? He's like, why'd you go after pain? And Jack is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. I'm like, you idiot. We all know what you're talking about. Yeah. But so, also just to say that to Reggie, it's like, why did you want to kill yourself right now today? Yeah. Why was today the day? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so Reggie loses his shit after he brings up Francis. Yeah. So he threatens Jack, holds a gun up to his forehead. And he's like, say her name again. So he put, he smiles from like ear to ear and says her name like extra slow. Yeah. So he tries to shoot him, but there's no bullets. So Jack then pushes him and tries to run. And then Reggie catches him and starts stabbing him and stabbing him, stabbing him. But stabbing he like him. with a little cheese knife. Yeah. Not even like a, a big knife that'll do real damage. Yeah, it's like nonstop. And Ron's like, why did you do that? And Reggie's like, because I can't do it to you yeah and he wants to kill his brother so bad oh he's so mad but then he leaves so now reggie's outside blood is everywhere one of his dudes albie follows him out and he's like dude how, that that was a room full of people why did you just kill a man in a room full of people so then reggie punches him in the gut and walks away so now reggie walks through some tunnel and it's just like france he's having like his moment you know walking through the tunnel francis yeah. narrates that reggie once said that the center of the world can be anywhere you like even the east end of london and then she says that the world is a lot like london it's not good it's not bad it just is so it's just you and your code until you're just ghosts of the people that you once thought you were very artistic <laughs> and then we cut so to, deep <laughs> yeah we cut to a wedding ceremony and uh in one of the cars across the street is is that jack's dead body somebody's dead body is in a car yeah and then we cut to the police raiding reggie's apartment and francis says that he got 33 years for killing jack and then um the whole time for everything and jack's right yeah that was the beginning of it yeah the whole time he kept his two tickets to ibiza with him in his pockets yeah which is like kind of sweet but also like you know (laughs) he's still abusive so then the movie ends except that it doesn't because there's always that post text of of like the auto or the biopics yeah so we find out that reggie uh was released from prison on compassionate grounds eight weeks before his death uh from cancer on october 1st 2000 at 66 ron was found guilty of murdering george cornell he was declared insane and remained in a mental hospital until he died of a heart attack on march 17th 1995 i wish they showed the real pictures of the dudes yeah i mean i guess we could just google that which i was gonna do it then i forgot yeah me too you know i was just like cool movie's over i'm gonna go do something else yeah (laughs) i like this movie though well actually i was trying to figure out if i like the movie or the cast I mean, I feel like if you want to look at Tom Hardy for two hours, this movie is for you. Yeah. And then if not, just watch anything else. I I think I liked it because I liked how they used the music. Like, I think that was fun. Oh, the music in this movie is really good. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And also, like, Tom Hardy has such good chemistry with himself. (laughs) Like, I think he should work with himself a lot more. (laughs) Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't mind, uh, sometimes narration can get in the way of a movie, but I feel like this one didn't. Yeah. So I liked that. I liked Francis's. So like on that end, like in, for those notes, I liked the movie. Yeah. Other, I usually don't watch, um, like gang movies or gangster movies, uh, but I liked it. Yeah. What I did like about this movie was that even though Ronnie was, a, was diagnosed with a bunch of shit and paranoid schizophrenia in the beginning of the movie. That w- it wasn't his identity in the movie. Yeah, they didn't make that like, his personality Like, he wasn't trait. treated like a basket case. Yeah. Like, and they also didn't treat him like a, a like one of the gays. Yeah. Like, he's still, port- he's still portrayed as an he intimidating gangster. a dynamic character. Yeah. Like, he's a gang leader. He's a gangster. He's intimidating. Like, people fear him. Yeah. Also, Duffy's in this movie. I did not know. And I also w- don't know what she looks like. But also, I was surprised to find out she was in the movie. Yeah, I didn't catch her. I saw her on the cast list. And I was like, I can't even place her in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> she sings that one song that we all know that I can't remember right now. Mercy. Yeah. 
But anyway, yeah, I had no idea who that was. Whoops. Yeah. But yeah, so that was Legend. Yeah. With Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy. Yep. Tom Hardy <laughs> was great working with Tom Hardy. Those Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy scenes. Yeah. So good. They have so much chem together. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks for listening. Yes. Tell your friends to listen. And follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. At Chowdy Media. Yeah. And we'll be back next week with another fun movie. Yay. Bye. Bye.